Welcome to the Empowered Christian Woman Podcast. My name is Jeanette Cochran. I'm a pastor, women's leadership coach, and self-proclaimed Jesus feminist. I'm on a mission to inspire and equip women everywhere to own our voice, speak up, create, and lead wherever God calls. Because when women rise, everyone wins. Hello, my sister friends. How you doing out there? I hope you are moving into 2024 with purpose and hope and faith and joy and all the things. Happy New Year. This is the first episode that I am recording in the new year in 2024. You may be listening at some other time and don't check out because it's totally appropriate for any time of the year. But I do want to extend my heartfelt prayers and wishes to each and every one of you. I pray that this year is going to be filled with some joy and laughter and exciting adventures. And I'm grateful that you're tuning in, whether you're tuning in from the comfort of your home, during your commute to work, or while you're conquering that daily workout. Thank you. Thank you for making the Empowered Christian Woman podcast a part of your journey. It really means a lot to me. In fact, A couple of days ago, I ran into a woman who stopped me and said that she had recently found my podcast and that she's been working her way through the episodes and just wanted me to to know how much it had helped her and how much she was enjoying it. And I got to tell you, friends, just that one story, just that one woman made my day because that's what I really want to do in this coming year. I want to help women everywhere. Just really connect with their purpose and their gifts. I want them to know that their life matters. And um, I'm just so grateful that you're listening, that you're on the journey with me. I hope that something I say along the way inspires you and helps you to rise up and live more fully into your potential and strengthens your faith. So thanks for being here. As the new year kicks in, As always, there's a lot of buzz around the usual questions about resolutions and goals and the trendy one word for the new year. Now, I'm into all of those things. Don't get me wrong. I'm on board for it all. I love resolutions. I have goals now and throughout the year. And I've engaged in the one word Uh, a few years in a row. I didn't do that this year, but I have found that helpful in the past. So all of those things are fantastic. I'm down for all of them. If that's, you know, kind of what you're into, I think different things work for different people. But today, I want to share what I believe is probably the most important question that we can ask and answer as we move into 2024. And that is, how am I going to grow my potential this year? Right? Amongst all the things that we can do, you know, the the weight loss goals, the financial goals, maybe the career goals, I think the most important question that we can ask really brings it down to us personally. How am I going to grow my personal potential this year? And I'll explain why I think that is a vital and crucial question that we all need to ask. Before we dive into that, let's just clarify, what do I mean by potential? What is 
potential. Well, one definition is the latent qualities or abilities that may be developed and lead to future success or usefulness. Another definition, a little simple and sweet that I love is what you can do, but have not yet accomplished. And of course, reaching our potential isn't based solely on our own efforts. It is about surrendering to the spirit of God within us because as Christian women leaders, we have the spirit, the Holy Spirit within us. We have this amazing, powerful resource that wants to empower us, that is empowering us as we surrender. Of course, Ephesians 3.20 reminds us, that the Spirit is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine according to His power at work within us. So here's how I like to think about potential. Potential is how far you can go, not alone, but with God. Your potential is how far you can go, not alone, but with God. For me, I have some really big goals this year, and they excite me and they motivate me, but I have to be honest, at times, they feel kind of heavy and overwhelming. And as I was thinking about this topic, I realized, you know, goals that are heavy and overwhelming don't really serve me. I don't think they serve any of us. It's great to have big, audacious goals. I think they can serve us, but when they feel heavy, when they feel so big that it's like, oh, if I don't accomplish this, then somehow my worthiness is going to be diminished. Or if I don't accomplish this goal, my life is going to be less than it could be. When we make the accomplishment of a goal determine whether we have a great life or whether we're good enough or whether we're worthy, that's when that goal actually diminishes us rather than growing our potential. So maybe you have some big goals this year, or maybe it's not a huge goal. It's just a goal that you really have desired for a long time, but haven't made progress on. Or my friend, maybe it's not even a goal yet because maybe you haven't committed to it and set a date. Maybe it's just a dream or desire. I want you to think about this concept of just growing your potential. Because here's the thing. I think life is not so much about the destination. I think God gives us dreams and desires and goals. And when we fixate on that end game, I think we lose the purpose of the goal. I think we lose the purpose of the dream. I think the dream and the goals that God gives us is so that we will develop our potential along the way, right? You've heard it said, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. That's so true. I know I have found that in my life. And I think that is actually a better way to think about our goals. Who am I becoming along the way to this goal? right? Who do I need to be? How do I need to think? What skills do I need to develop? What kind of faith do I need to have in order to move towards this dream, this goal, this desire? If you could grow your potential this year in any way, what would it be? 
What is your wildest dream? Because the scriptures tell us that God can do wild dreams and more. In Luke 1, 37, we're reminded, this comes from the Christmas story that we've just been reading, nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is beyond him. And this truth is unwavering, and it applies to every single day of our life. Sometimes our thoughts and beliefs remain trapped in narrow boundaries. We fall into the trap of thinking, maybe God can do great things through others, but not for me. This mindset limits the incredible work that God can accomplish in you. It's a mindset that hinders us from realizing the full extent of our life's potential. Because God has given you potential to develop and express for his glory. This is why I say that when women rise to their full potential, everyone wins. Because when you develop your potential, you are glorifying God in the world and everyone benefits. Not only you, but your family, your teams, your friends, those that you come in contact with. In fact, people that you don't even know will benefit when you grow and develop your potential. The early church father, St. Irenaeus, said the glory of God is man fully alive. That seems to me to be similar to what Jesus said. I have come that you may have life and have it to the fullest and have it abundant. The glory of God is man fully alive. And that means continuing to grow your potential. That means continually, courageously stepping into your dreams, being aware and awake of what are those dreams? Because your life matters. So growing your potential and stretching what you're capable of is a noble and worthy cause because it brings glory to God. And honestly, one of the few things that we have control over, maybe the only thing that we have complete control over in this life is ourselves. We can't control what happens to us. We can't control where we're born or who we're born to, but we can control who we become. And when we grow, it affects how we show up in the world and then everyone around us benefits. How are you taking responsibility for developing your potential this year? I like to think of our potential like the acorn. It's that small, just brown. It looks like a little rock. It's just hard, plain. On the outside, it's seemingly ordinary. It doesn't seem like it's worth a whole lot. But the essence of that little acorn is quite extraordinary. Inside, there is latent, incredible potential because with the right elements, given some care and attention, planted in some good soil with water and sunlight, that acorn has the potential to grow into a magnificent oak tree. And this is how God has designed you, my friend. I see you and me like that acorn. I want to invite you to get curious, to ask the question, 
I wonder what I am capable of with the right conditions. Ask yourself, I wonder what latent potential is laying dormant inside me that God has put within me. And I wonder how I could be a better leader this year. I wonder how I could become more loving, more compassionate, more faithful. I wonder what skills and talents are sitting within me that if I just worked and developed them intentionally could grow and flourish. I wonder how much more I could grow my ability to do hard things and take risks and love deeply and give generously if I just set an intentional plan to foster the right conditions. Our personal growth is not God alone. And it's not us alone. It's not completely up to us. It's both. It's a co-creative process. But sometimes instead of being an active co-creator in the life we want, we live as just passive receivers, drifting day by day, believing that life is something that happens to us instead of something that we co-create with God. And I tell you, life passes by so quickly, my friends. I mean, think about it. It seems like just yesterday, COVID came into our world. Do you realize it's been four years since the COVID pandemic and the shutdown? It seems like it was a a lot sooner than that, doesn't it? Because life passes so quickly. And the next thing we know, it's two, three, five years later, and we can wake up and realize, you know... I'm still in that same job that I don't really like, that job that I'm kind of bored with, that job that is not growing me anymore. Our relationships are still unsatisfying. Or you wake up and you realize, I'm still in debt. I'm still stressed out or lonely, and I've been this way for years. And our life doesn't change much because we've not been intentional to take responsibility day in and day out to say, what am I adding into my life? What input am I giving to choose a different outlook, to choose a different output? The reason we drift is because on the surface, drifting seems comfortable because it's what we know. We don't have to exert a lot of energy. This is how the brain works. If you're familiar with the motivational triad, our brain is wired to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. That's what our brain on its own left to drift will do. So we will just want to be comfortable. We want to expend less energy. We don't want to stretch ourselves because that seems like a lot of work. But actually, when we take this approach and we just drift, that can be a pretty dangerous approach because without vision and clarity of who we want to be and where we're headed, we sometimes drift to a destination that we would never intentionally choose. You know, as a pastor, I often hear from couples who are in a difficult place in their marriage. I also perform weddings. And never on a wedding day do I hear from a couple that they have a vision for their marriage to become closed off and shut down and distant from one another. 
But it's not uncommon that just drifting day in and day out, the demands of work and running a home and raising children, and then one day they wake up and they have to face the hard reality that their marriage is in a bad place. It's not because they're bad people. It's not because they don't love one another. Oftentimes, it's because of the drift. We don't set out to be exhausted and overwhelmed and burned out. We just drift day by day into the work and the schedules and eating on the go, not really paying attention to our physical health or our emotional health. And that sometimes leads us to a destination that we never intended. I've been there. I went through an incredible burnout back in about 2011, 2012. And I woke up one day and I had to deal with the reality of I had ended up at at a destination that I never would have chosen intentionally, but I let myself drift there over time. And I had to do the intentional work of developing a life plan and looking at my life as a whole and being intentional about how am I going to develop myself day in and day out? What is the life that I'm after? Everything and looking at it in a holistic way. And if drifting doesn't take us into places of pain or regret, drifting will always lead to mediocrity. And again, mediocrity also can feel like a safe choice because it protects us from the risk of quote unquote failure. We've got to reframe failure as a bad thing and see that failure is actually just learning. It's learning what doesn't work and it's actually growing our potential. It's absolutely necessary to grow as human beings. We have to fail sometimes. But mediocrity is a dangerous choice because it also underestimates how much God intends for your life. If we live a life of mediocrity, we will never live in to the full life that God has for us. Now, maybe you're thinking, wait a minute, Jeanette, mediocrity is not a bad thing. Like I'm just someone who's born to be average. I'm not someone who's going to be great things. I'm not someone who's going to put myself out there and make history and um, be on the stage. And if that's what you're thinking, I want to want you to just reframe what extraordinary is, right? Because granted, not everyone is called to share a message with the world. Not everyone is called to write books and to be that big upfront leader. But everyone is called to lead. You are called to have influence somewhere. And that matters too, because God uses all kinds of leaders to bring about his purpose in the world. He uses all kinds of gifts and all kinds of people. And so what we've got to do is we've got to stop viewing ourselves in relationship to others. So when I say, don't be ordinary, I don't mean in comparison to anyone else in the world. Don't ever compare yourself to another leader. That's a worldly way of viewing yourself. You see, worldly systems tell us that we should compare ourselves to others to see how we measure up. But other people are not your standard. Other people are never my standard. God sets my standard and God sets your standard. 
So it's not mediocre compared to someone else. When I say we are drifting into mediocrity, I say you're drifting into mediocrity related to your latent potential. Because God says that you are his handiwork, that you are created in Christ Jesus to do great works. You are the creator's work of art, and God doesn't do mediocre. There's nothing mediocre about becoming the person that God created you to be. You see, you may see yourself as that acorn, but with God, you have the potential to become the mighty oak tree. That latent, untapped potential is already within you, and it matters. It matters whether or not you grow your potential because it's through you. It's through us, the body of Christ, the people of Jesus. It's through us working to grow our gifts and potential that God is going to bring justice and goodness and renewal to this world. So how are you going to grow your potential this year? I want you to consider a couple of things. First of all, I want you to consider that your input determines your outlook. How are you growing your mindset this year? You know, what are the books that you're reading? Who are the people that you're listening to? Who are the the people that you're putting around you in your circle that are going to encourage you and maybe stretch you and challenge you? How much are you scrolling on social media? How much news do you watch? Science backs it up and the scriptures tell us that as we think, so we speak. What we put into our head and our mind takes root in our heart and it determines how we respond. It determines how we feel. Your input determines your outlook and we're always being formed by something. So what are you putting in your mind? Are you allowing the scriptures to form you? Are you putting in positive thoughts? What new positive relationships do you need to invest in this year? Your input is going to, to determine your outlook. And then secondly, what do you need to choose to leave behind? Sometimes we stay stuck and stagnant because we refuse to let go of the things that aren't serving us. What's holding you back from living the life that God has for you? You know, I noticed in myself recently, I tend to be a pretty optimistic person, but even those of us like myself who lean towards optimism, we can get stuck in cycles of negativity and complaining. And so I started noticing that internally, I was noticing the negative and I was being a bit judgy and complaining. And so one of the things that I'm working on and trying to catch myself at is just whenever I have a thought of negativity or complaining about something, just catching that. And instead of complaining, choosing gratitude and determining, determining what I can do to make a difference and choosing a positive path forward. That's one of the ways that I want to grow myself this year. 
because we're always going to hit roadblocks and challenges. We're always going to come against maybe those situations or those people who are challenging. And we can be negative and we can complain or we can say, hey, what can I bring to the situation here? This year going forward, I'm committed to leaving negativity and complaining behind so that I can move into the future that God has for me. What do you need to leave behind? Maybe it's too much social media. Maybe you need to leave behind emotional eating. And because, you know, when we let these things go, when we start to notice that we are buffering in these kinds of things, maybe it's that glass of wine at the end of a difficult day, or maybe it's um, Netflix that we engage in so that we can disassociate from the challenges and the stress that we're feeling. And I'm not saying that these things are in and of themselves are horrible. So please don't take that from from me. I think there's a place for for social media, and I'm going to continue to use it. But I know I can sometimes lose myself and realize, wow, I've been here for an hour, and I've wasted an hour of the life that God has given me. I don't want to do that every day in 2024. Um, There are some shows on Netflix that I love. And I'm going to keep watching them. But here's what I want you to take away. When I do that, I want to do it with an intentional mindset. I don't want to get lost in it and wake up and realize, oh, I've spent a half a day binge watching because really I've got some tough emotions that I need to deal with. Really, I've got a challenge in my life that I'm trying to avoid. Because it's those difficult emotions and it's those challenges that God is growing us in. And sometimes we need to leave behind what I like to call the buffering habits. Those are just the drifting behaviors that keep us from growing and engaging the difficult work that God wants to do in us so that we can get on the other side to do the work that he has for us to do. So what are the things this year that maybe God is calling you to leave behind so that you can grow your full potential? I'm convinced that just like the acorn, each of us holds tremendous potential. And with the right elements, you can become someone capable of achieving the dreams that God has placed in your heart. To accomplish the dreams that we have, we have to grow our potential. We have to grow ourselves. That actually is what the journey's about. It's not getting to the end game. It's not the achievement that really matters. It's who are we becoming along the way. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Jesus set the bar high for us. But the question is, will we live up to that potential that Jesus says we have? And so I think the most important question that you and I can ask and answer this year as we move more fully into 2024 is how am I going to rise to my full potential this year? Thank you so much for joining me today on the Empowered Christian Woman podcast. I hope that you have found some inspiration and practical insights on developing your potential and some questions to really ask yourself as you move fully into 2024. But before I wrap up, I have an exciting announcement for all the amazing women leaders out there listening. 
In the coming weeks, I have something truly special in store for you. And if you've been seeking a deeper connection with your purpose, maybe a roadmap for life planning and a transformative mindset shift, then you won't want to miss this. I'm working on an exclusive digital course tailored just for you. It's designed to empower Christian women to navigate life's journeys with purpose, resilience, and a mindset rooted in faith. So whether you're looking to set and achieve meaningful goals this year or to strengthen your spiritual foundation or to overcome challenges with grace, this course will have it all. Stay tuned for more details as we unveil this empowering resource in the weeks to come. Also, one of my goals this year is to get this podcast in the playlist of more women leaders. So if you have found this helpful, would you subscribe and leave a review? That really does help other women to find us. I'd appreciate it so much. So thanks for doing that. And happy 2024. I hope that you will take some time today to ask what I think is the most important question. How am I going to develop my potential? Because when women rise, everyone wins. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Empowered Christian Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and share it with other women in your network. For more information about me and the work that I do, check out JeanetteCochran.com. And I'd love to hear from you personally. Come join the conversation on social. You can find me on Facebook at Coach or Instagram at Jeanette.Cochran.